in the morning. When you want the news, you need the front page every hour on the press box. Nothing's writing on this except the uh, First Amendment of the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Not that any of that matters. And now, the news. Udonis Haslam was ejected from last night's Heat Sixers game. UG! He played two minutes, made two shots, and got two technical fouls. And better yet, it was Udonis Haslam's first appearance of the season for the Miami Heat. He's a glue guy. Well, the great thing is, it was Dwight Howard. So he had a combined 85 years old. And these two dudes, after two minutes, like, I don't really want to do this. Like, do we have to run up and down the court? This isn't good. We've done this for like 20 years. I, again, I know time passes and it flies. I didn't know Udonis Haslam was 40. Oh. I, no, seriously. I mean, you. I'm trying to think back when Udonis Haslam was like drafted. I don't even came he into the drafted. league. Was he? Was he? I, I mean, if you just told me Udonis Haslam showed up at heat practice one day, having and, never and, played basketball and <laughs> fought his way onto the roster, I, I believe I it. Kind of, I kind of assumed that actually that might be closer. To I mean, how was Dwight Howard? Late 30s at least. Is he that old? Is he? I actually think he's shockingly young. 33 is my guess on All Dwight All right, Howard. I'm on it. I think Ed's on it. Right, I'm Ed's on it. it. You can hear the typing over yes, there. Yes, the, the yeah. furious typing. Of um, Dwight Howard's age. It's going to be like 35. 35. Oh, man. So 75 years uh, going at each other last night, which was pretty funny. And I, That's a good line for you, Donis. He did something in the two minutes. Yeah, well, the first I time mean, he played. You know what was more surprising? Um, I heard this on SportsCenter last night. Shots. Well, that. Yeah. But what was more surprising, I heard this on SportsCenter. They let him shoot. That was his first ejection since 2009. Wow. Which, like, I don't believe. That's yeah, that that can't be right. right. The whole premise of having you got his ass yes. on your team. Unless and- he's the greatest player ever at knowing exactly where the line is. Like, if he's the greatest ever at knowing exactly where the line like he got in a, didn't he get in a fight with Lance Stevenson yes. in the yeah. playoffs? Yes. Did they just not eject people from he's, that playoff he, game? He's much better than D cuz of understanding how far you can go. Um <laughs> Well, yes. Do I- how about how two shots in his, how how much is this guy the guy at the rec center trying one? I mean that dude just got in and the minute he touched the ball, he's jacking it. Like, here we go. Well, I mean he it's also I think they were both layups, but he made them both. <laughs> let's see, let's see if UD can get hot. Yes, that was the plan. He checked. He they checked. Won. He checked. He won last night. Uh, they should have been playing him all I season. Know. Man, you know, that's a great question. All right, I would normally not care too much about like the NBA scoring title, but Steph Curry leads Bradley Beal by 0.4 points per game in the scoring title race for the NBA. Curry has, is averaging 31.8, Beal 31.4, and both players have two games left. And I really, really want, by the way, based on their Twitter conversations, they might do this. I really want both of them to legitimately take every single yeah. shot in their next. Are two they games. going back and forth on Twitter? Uh, well, Beal was who uh, he was yelling Back at one forth of with each other. No, he was yelling oh. at one of Curry's teammates because one of Curry's teammates said something about Bradley Beal, and and Bradley Beal got mad about it. So not back and forth with each other, but they both made comments I mean, about it. Far more impressed with Bradley Beal here. <laughs> I mean, the other guy's the greatest shooter who ever lived. So I'm kind of I'm kind of excited about Bradley Beal. I know the other guy's scoring. 
but I just want both of them to take every okay. shot for their teams for the next two games. And even if they shoot 26%, well, I scored 74 because I took 200 shots today. Y- you want that, and I want more than anything. Anything. And I don't think it's going to work out seed-wise because I think actually the Lakers are going to back into the six and have to play the Clippers, which would be great. I want more than anything that Le- LeBron has to play Steph in the play-in and Steph goes for 50 and beats him. I think that would be hilarious. It would be fun. Which, by the way, could happen. It wouldn't eliminate the Lakers, though. They'd still have the fallback fallback game game. to beat the the winner of the nine. To be the eight. Yeah. To be the eight. But I want Steph to, like, that would be funny. Yeah, and it would would be fun to have have LeBron and the Lakers in an elimination game before the actual playoffs have started. Yes. Which would be if they they lost that game to Curry, that's what they would be in, which would be phenomenal TV in the NBA. Can you imagine the Lakers in an elimination game to get the eight seed? Against who would they be playing? Like the... Spurs? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Spurs. I'm out. The NHL Pop missed out on still hasn't cut his hair. $3.6 billion in ticket and game day revenue. That is an estimate by the athletic uh, on how much money they would have normally received in a year from ticket revenue and game day revenue. What I thought was interesting was that the NHL said that on average, uh, NHL fans spend a hundred dollars at a game that, that doesn't no. include the ticket price. That's like what a oh. beer and uh, oh, that so doesn't include the ticket price. Right. So because it includes price, the ticket price, that's low. Throw out the ticket price, and the NHL says every single per fan, fan per fan is worth a hundred extra dollars. That sounds high. that sounds high. I mean, it did sound high to me. My best guess well, it was, has to be gear. Right. That was my best yeah. guess. Was if one guy buys a two hundred and eighty dollars right. jersey, that's the average out. Right. So, but or the Knights a four hundred dollars jersey. <laughs> one of the two. I don't know which one. <laughs> but it's without still, a name on the back, it still sounded high to me because, like, when I go to a sporting event, I'm trying no. to spend as little money yeah. as possible outside the ticket. I'm like, do I really want to go to the concession that's, stand? That's someone. You're right. That's someone walking into the pro shop. And putting down 500 bucks because there's a lot of people who don't spend $100 at a game. They go in and get a couple dogs and a beer and they do without a ticket price. Now, you add the ticket price into that and the average is going to go up to like 250 Right, because, <laughs> yes, the ticket price <laughs> Those is, are high. is carrying a lot of that weight there. But we talked about my uh, plan to get Jack Eichel on the Golden Knights roster for next year. And if the salary cap stays the same, you can do it. I am wondering, like, the NHL hasn't announced what their salary cap will be next season, but you see, hey, if it hadn't been a pandemic, they'd have $3.6 billion more dollars. Like, I got to imagine the salary cap staying flat or maybe going up, like, a little bit next year. Like, it's not, I, I can't imagine we're going to see a big increase. In I know cap. it doesn't correlate, but just for funds and, you know, kicks and giggles, can we say this $3.6 billion is why McPhee had such salary cap issues this year? Can we somehow correlated to each other. I mean, just to say. in any yes, way, well, because in, because the salary cap was, was the salary cap would have gone up this okay, year. Right. So they Good, there you had go. The I, had, I had to connect yeah. those dots. I had to connect. That's those why dots. they played. The Golden Knights played with 15 skaters in the biggest oh. game of the year because the NHL lost out on <laughs> Be, 3.6. Because you didn't have Jamoke spending $600 yes. at the pro shop. Yes. <laughs> I just want all I all I want is for them to be like, well, we missed out on so much money last year. Let's just not do a salary cap. <laughs> so the like the psycho owner can just be like, I spent all my money. No, I am. I'm ready for Golden Knights fans to be at the Arsenal or the Armory, being like, we got to get the salary cap up. Yes, just keep exactly. buying. Just keep buying. We got to be able to keep yeah. Flurry around again. Keep buying jerseys. That's crafty wording right there. I give you credit. <laughs> An Ohio State internal investigation 
found that football players will, were being lured into sexual interactions by a massage therapist. So Ohio State had to investigate itself. And what they found, or what they say they found, was that a massage therapist, not associated with the school, was finding Ohio State football players, getting them to come get massages, and then trying to have sex with them. And the most amusing part of this is that Ohio State claims that this person was, quote, acting for her own sexual gratification and that she acted alone. So there was no crime and there was no NCAA violation. Okay, so (laughs) they obviously investigated and actually came out with this publicly because there was an insinuation they broke in, say, rules. Because if not, why are you telling anyone this? Yes. That makes no sense. Like, hey, we're holding a 12 p.m. press conference to talk about massage therapists and sex, and it really has nothing to do with any of us. Like, why are you saying it then? So someone insinuated... Favors for favors. I don't know what the massage therapist would be giving the Buckeyes. Would it be recruits? Wow. Well, giving them well I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm trying <laughs> okay. to. Is it here's, recruits? Who is it? Here, here's the cynicism here. Ohio State booster, Ohio State assistant coach paying this massage therapist to sit, to have sex with the players. And Why didn't you just get a prostitute? Well, those are illegal. Massage therapists aren't. And then when it's... I would think if you could draw the investigation into, like, Jimmy, come on your official visit. And then, yeah. Because if you're already on the team, if I'm the coach, I'm not paying. It's like, no, we already got John. He's starting linebacker. I can't... I'm not paying for him. So it... It's just very strange. I, I don't want to sit here and call Ohio State liars. It just seems very strange that they would have an investigation. They would find, hey, this massage therapist was having sex with our players. We didn't... No crimes. We didn't do anything wrong. It's all fine. Okay, I have no journalistic credibility, so let me ask this. Which do you believe more? This whole she was doing it for her own gratification or that somebody peed in some hay and had some cough syrup, and that's how somebody does oh, it. Oh, peed in the hay. That's a more believable yes. excuse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, there again... There was a predator yes. massage therapist well, in the Ohio State I mean, it's, Buckeyes football it's a Big Ten. you got to compete with for Michigan. For four years, by the you way. you got to compete with Michigan. So, it's, again, I'm trying to... Did they investigate her? She doesn't have to talk to them. Uh, I mean, did they, she might say, get the hell out of my massage parlor. I, I, know, I don't know where they came up with the well, determination that, was, that nothing was happening in terms of... That was the best part of it. There was no massage parlor. She just did she had her it, house. It is, no, yeah, hotels or apartments and stuff like that. Okay, well, I, all right. okay. <laughs> I, I'm believing the pee in the hay. I, I, I got the cough syrup and the pee, and it just took. And it is the leader in the clubhouse by far that this person just was doing all this stuff, getting nothing for it, and they investigate and they come up hey, with the same conclusion. Her, no, it was just her. She was getting gratification. Yeah, it's from like it. from and a bunch no one's paying for the pas- massages. It was some some players did, some players didn't. According to their investigation, <laughs> sometimes she made him pay, sometimes she didn't. How far did this go back? Obviously, four years. Your, uh, Urban Meyer, was he there? No, uh, four years. Oh, okay, it's four years old. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I mean, they obviously, do they have to tell the NCA this? Did the NCA send investigators in? It or was, was it like in, a self-reported internal investigation? I. I'm sure there were like rumors or whispers about it at Ohio State, and this is them trying to get out in front of it. But as far as I know, they didn't have to say this, tell this to anybody. Much like Tyler at the Arsenal, I'm not buying it. (laughs) Next question. Uh, The Astros are paying for housing for all their minor league players. So 
Normally, a lot of minor league players will live with host families uh, because they don't get paid enough to actually pay for an apartment to live. Uh, but host families are not an option this year because of the pandemic. Also, players are very limited into who they can live with. Like there's restrictions against, hey, you can't just have six guys live together in the same apartment. That would violate their protocol. So a lot of minor league players, they don't really have a good option for how the hell they're going to, where they're going to live because the money they make isn't really enough to pay for where they live and the actual expenses of living. So the Houston Astros have come in and said, we're just going to pay for all our minor leagues housing, the salaries you get from us, spend that on food, your car, whatever the hell you're going to do. My question is, why is it a story that the Astros are doing this? And why isn't this just standard? Yes. Like, especially why, in these times. Why, yeah. Why would this not be yeah. across the board? Right. Like, hey, yeah, all the major league teams, they're, they're going to pay for the housing of their minor right. leaguers who in normal circumstances wouldn't have to pay for the housing because they're living with a host family. I mean, why isn't Michigan going to massage therapists? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, should it be standard? I have no idea. The key to um, the Big Ten. Yeah, why, why aren't it, why, right now, like, they're at Nebraska. Yes. It's like, Frost, no, no wonder you can't win. John Harbaugh is just kicking open yeah. doors going, yeah. did you see what they yes. were doing? What exactly. did we think of that? I mean, you know, Come on. Michigan State can win again. Well, don't put them in there. Who knows what they're going to do, given it's Michigan State. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but, no, <laughs> I mean, this. They were smart enough to put their massage you, therapists across the border. <laughs> You're right. Uh, you're right that I don't know why. And yeah, the Astros are. I mean, this is silly to go to payroll, or whatever. But there's teams with a lot more money that could do this like in a blink that wouldn't even yeah. miss that money. It's like, and, like the Yankees I mean, and Dodgers can't put their money right. and not even exactly. miss that money. Like uh. the the owner of the A's just said he spent two hundred thirty yes. million dollars to build a ballpark that's not getting built. Yeah. Like what? What? Just buy an apartment complex? Yes, yeah, so put, uh, put these put uh, these minor leagues in it. it. It's yeah. It's just fascinating to me how much it's like. I, it just seems like, well, the Astros were, you know, getting somewhat applauded for doing it. And I'm like, sure, applaud them. But, like, shouldn't we just be pointing the finger at the rest of Major League Baseball for, like, why the hell aren't you, why doing, aren't you that? doing it? Like, that seems like such an easy thing to do that helps your and guys And wouldn't you out. want guys to, look, I don't know where they all live. I get that. But you're right. They don't make a lot of money. And if they can't do host families... I would want them in the most comfortable situation I could have, resting, whatever. I mean, because yeah. you don't know where all these guys are if they don't have much money can live. Yeah. I mean, I'd want them in like a controlled environment, like getting good rest, you know, having what they need to be the best they can be. I mean, that makes more sense than any. Nope. Get on the bus. Doesn't even have air conditioning. We got to drive six hours. <laughs> all right. Coming up next, we'll get into some UNLV basketball. We're back to the Press Box Morning Show with Ed Graney and Tyler Bischoff. Be part of the conversation on the Finley Kia text line at 69187. Finley Kia, come see a Kia on West Sahara. Oh, it's a sad week. The Mountain West Atlantic 10 Challenge was canceled. Aren't you disappointed you're not going to get to watch the greatest two conferences challenge each other this year, Ed? I forgot it was happening. The pandemic, right? <laughs> so it was canceled last year. It was supposed to debut this past season, okay. but the pandemic wiped it out. And John Rothstein reported earlier in this week that it's going to be canceled again this year, which to me would mean it's going to be canceled forever. Like you're not going to bring it back the no. following season, I would assume. So the Mountain West Atlantic 10 challenge off the table. UNLV, they were scheduled to play VCU last year. Uh, VCU was one of the two A-10 teams that actually made the NCAA tournament. They didn't play a game, if you remember, because they were the one team that uh, had COVID problems that had to forfeit. 
their first round game against Oregon. But UNLV actually would have had more than likely a really good game. Good game. It would have good been on, yeah. the road. on the road. Like, there was a there was yeah. a chance that was a quad yeah. one game if UNLV or if this challenge had gone off because VCU being an NCAA tournament team is right around that fifty mark. Do you replace it with a quad one road game or do you come home and play Montana State? I'll probably come home and play Montana yeah. State or um, Whittier, the Whittier Poets. Uh, but hopefully they will replace it with I a quad so one road game. Well, I mean, let me ask you this. Do you call VCU and say you want to do home and home? I, I don't know. I don't know why VCU would come out here. I mean, you know, it's all about region and everything, but it, it doesn't sure, preclude yeah. you from, like, calling a school in the A-10 and saying, I, we know the challenge isn't here, but do yeah. you need a game? Because now... I'd assume every team in the league just lost a game. So find someone and call them. What I'm actually curious about on this, I wonder if this has anything to do with the 20-game conference schedule because the Mountain West had been an 18-game conference schedule. Uh, There had been talks about going to a 20-game schedule, but mainly UNLV San Diego State fought against going to a 20-game conference schedule. Yeah, they can get people to play them. Because they can get Get better non-conference games. And I wonder if the Mountain West, who did go to a 20-game schedule last year due to the pandemic, even Desiree Francois came on and said our, our show and said, once you go to 20 games, it's going to be pretty hard oh, for yeah. us to go back yes. to 18. Yes. So there's probably going to be a 20-game yeah. conference schedule. I wonder if this is schools like UNLV and San Diego State complaining and saying, listen, you can't make us play 20 conference games and go schedule the Atlantic 10 Challenge. That just doesn't work for us. I wonder if that's related. I'm reaching here, but I wonder if no. those two things are related. It could be. Those are the two teams. I think New Mexico was in there at some point. Look, the 20-game the conference schedule uh, is good for the Wyoming's, the Air Force teams. You just can't get people to come into their buildings. It's, it's good just, they for just most of the most Mountain teams. West. But San Diego State, it's not UNLV. It's not those schools with their tradition and, and arenas and, and towns and everything can get pretty much most Anyone. I mean, even if UNLV gets Duke, they can get him to come here. Now you're going to T-Mobile Arena, as yeah. we saw, but you're still getting Duke to come to Vegas. So when you talk about those kind of schools, UCLA and all those schools, San Diego State and UNLV can do that. I get it from the other schools. I don't like the 20-game conference schedule, but I understand why most schools want it. Yeah, it's not. I yeah. get it. It's it's better for the conference as a whole, but it right. hurts your two biggest brands. Right, exactly. And conceivably San Diego state and UNLV could both be, you know, top 25 teams on a yearly basis or, yep. or close to it on a yearly right. basis. And this would hurt them if they were now San Diego state's done that, UNLV hasn't done that. And UNLV's problems go much further than just, ah, we got to play two more conference games. Like they got bigger issues than that. So, but conceivably UNLV and San Diego state could be borderline top 25 teams year in and year out and BNC tournament teams with good resumes. And Hey, you know, we need two more good games in the non-conference to, you know, instead of getting an 11 seed, we get a seven seed or something like that. Whereas playing the two more non or two more conference games makes it a little bit harder to boost Mm -hmm. your resume. But to be fair to the mountain West every year, both UNLV and San Diego state schedule plenty of cupcakes. Like every year they schedule plenty of bad teams that you would say, well, if you're that worried about your strength schedule, don't play these teams. Don't play with like UNLV was going to play Whittier college. Granted, they're not division ones. They don't actually count against your schedule, but but they were also going to play Florida A&M, I think last year and Omaha, like they were going to play teams that were going to hurt their strength of schedule. If you're that worried about it, don't play those teams. Like if you can schedule everybody that's good, then schedule schedule everybody that's good. So again, UNLV hasn't been in a position where, oh, we're top 25, we can play a murder row schedule, but they could do it if they wanted to. I am curious what next year's schedule looks like because they've got good games right now. 
They've got UCLA. UCLA. They've got SMU. Cal is Cal, not right? great, but they've got those three. And then they have that main event tournament with Arizona, Wichita Michigan. State, and Michigan. They'll play two of those three, Wichita State obviously being the worst, but they're going to get at least one of Arizona and Michigan who we'll see what Arizona does in first year without Sean Miller. But there should all three be good teams. Mm-hmm. So it's a good start. I'm curious, is that it? Does Kevin Kruger look at that and say, that's good enough. Let's fill out the schedule with some Florida A&Ms, with some Omahas. Or does he say, hey, give me, you know, air, you know, I need some more Pac-12 power schools in here. In the first year, I'm going to guess it's the former. And he just fills it up. I'm, curi- I, I'm curious so. what he thinks of his roster. Well, like, the, that's the other thing. I think in the first year and also... He doesn't re- he knows what he has, but he doesn't yeah, know what he has. Like, I mean like if he like if he thinks they're really if, good. If he thinks, hey, I killed it. Like I got some great players in here. We're gonna be contending in the Mountain West for the title, then he should absolutely schedule extremely difficult and give his team a lot of chances to pick up quad one and quad two wins that would help them for the tournament. But if he's looking at it and saying, Yeah, I did okay. We'll see how the roster shakes up. We'll see how these guys respond to more playing time. Then you say, okay, let's take it a little easy with the non-conference schedule. So we're not, you know, two and 11 going into conference play. Does anyone else just want Texas and Iowa state? Yes. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about absolutely. it. And he, yeah. and, and Kevin Kruger knows a yeah. guy at Iowa state that he could call. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think Desiree might've hinted at that. She was on with Cofield a couple months ago, and she she kind of hinted at it, but she stopped herself short from saying it. So. I, yeah, she always I'd does also that. like to know. Well, just say it. I'd also like to know percentages of input he has on his schedule because I know past coaches uh, got that taken away from them a little bit. So I don't know what his percentages <laughs> will can be. I, can I guess which one and why? Will be his. Uh, will be. I, I assume in his first year they'll. Well, they'll ask him. Um, yeah, I I think it's the former. Look, he might think they're good. But it's his first year, and I think he wants to make sure they're good before he really goes out. Like I said, you get this VCU canceled. Maybe you don't go to VCU in the A-10. Maybe there's a better school in the A-10 that is better recruiting-wise and regional-wise, and it makes more sense in a home-and-home, but why not call one of them? They're all out of game right now because this thing got canceled. Yeah. So go call one of those schools and do a home-and-home. Home. Yeah. Or yeah, if, Where? You, if you don't want to go to Virginia, call up a Missouri Valley school and right. go to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or find, like, a Creighton who's in the Big East or something right. if you want to go halfway across go the country. Go get Drake. Yeah, or the, whatever. So, yeah. like, it's somebody. It, they they can have a good schedule, and it'll be – I think that'll be an interesting tell of what Kevin Kruger thinks about his team is how many other good teams are on there versus how many – Florida A&Ms are right. on that schedule. How many non-Division One teams are on that schedule? Because in and how many games were already scheduled? We know the UCLA, Cal, SMU ones were scheduled. You know, the hell, those are like four and five years old now because they've been pushed back because of the pandemic. So obviously, he didn't schedule UCLA. Is like UCLA here? To I don't know. UCLA and Cal are here. Oh. SMU is on the there? road. Yes, okay. I believe that's correct. So. They do have two Pac-12 schools coming. They go to Dallas. So that's the only road game they have at the moment that we know of is the game in Dallas. Because even the main event is, it'll be neutral site, but even that's here in Vegas. So I presume they'll want to get at least one, if not two or three more road games on that schedule. And you don't normally go and play road games against bad teams. You normally would play the road games against a decent team. So like a VCU or... Try to get a home and home with people. Yeah, so... I'm curious what they do. Uh, it'll be an interesting schedule and, and maybe an insight into how good Kevin Kruger thinks his team is, depending on how many good teams he actually puts on that schedule. So far, so good. I mean, we only know some good teams that are on there. We don't know any of the bad teams yet. All right, coming up next, we make fun of Cassie Soto an hour earlier than usual.
Uh, guys, it's it's just not going to happen for her. We should really lay off the fact that she's been dating the same guy through six running rebel coaches. It's the only thing in her life she could call an engagement. Raiders.com's Cassie Soto joins the press box for her weekly hit. How many people out there think she works for Raiders.com? Hopefully all of them. I know, hopefully everyone out there. Uh, Cassie, (laughs) why are we talking to you an hour earlier than usual? Because I'm going to go day drinking. Oh, no. (laughs) Yesterday, we're going to a 930 brunch. Who eats brunch at 930? I guess I think I said brunch because it, it just makes it sound better that we're drinking yeah. at 9 a.m. Yeah, no, that's, that's still breakfast. <laughs> okay. We're if, basically going to go have mimosas and maybe have some breakfast on the side. So mm. what you're saying is we should be doing a 1030 <laughs> yeah. interview with you. Yes. Imagine. Yeah. So uh, middle sister finally gets to walk today. Uh, UNLV is holding in-person graduation. Okay. Uh, so her graduation is at 6, and she wanted to do a family breakfast, mimosa, um, to celebrate uh, the day of. Your family's not making it to 6 if six you're starting o'clock. at 930. No chance. Oh, no my chance. God. Cassie, from a family of drinkers, trust me, you'll make it. <laughs> well, that's why we're going so early, because we can all hopefully take a nap before no, we, we have to just power through. Trust me. Yeah. It's better to okay. just power through because if you nap, you're gonna like you're gonna wake up late. It's a whole to do, trust me. Usually you go to these things and party afterwards. Like you go to dinner or something. The party's right? tomorrow. The party's tomorrow. Oh, this is the pre party. Yes. I okay, yes. so you're what you're gonna wanna get is there's these things called rock star recoveries. <laughs> you're gonna wanna start mixing those with like either a vodka or a gin, some some sort of clear liquor. And you're going to want to start doing that around noon, noon 30, and that'll power you through. I haven't had a rock star since, like, middle school. You don't know. These are specifically designed for this sort of activity. Ah, ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. They have have special chemicals that protect your liver. Oh, yes, of course. All right. Thanks for looking out. Do we need to do a segment (laughs) on drinking advice with Jared Justice? I'll tell or, or, or hangover? Do you do? You, are you good with hangovers or no? I mean, you've seen me almost every morning. <laughs> so <laughs> about half the time, yes. Half the time, no. I'm a Pedialyte fan. Pedialyte Gatorade. That's my That'll sister. Do the trick every are, time. Are you including uh, the boyfriend? Uh, he's coming to the actual graduation, but not the nine thirty. Drinking. No, no. He actually no. works. <laughs> no, it's just this is just a fam, just a fam in the morning. Oh, hold on. He is. Come on. You, he's you're, got, you're, yeah. He's family. You obviously, about? you're not saying he can't come. I'm saying he can't come. Wow. <laughs> no wonder this guy hasn't bought a ring. What's no, up? No, 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 still no, can't get to the brunch. This, this might be a new development. Yeah. What? Cassie's <laughs> putting the yeah. Putting she her put her foot down. down. He can't sit with us. Until you have the same last okay. name as me, we're not family. There's no way this is true. Is this like a low? Is your dad like, is this low? I mean, he, this kid he obviously comes to like, it. is he like at home on Christmas when you leave for dinner? I mean, what, what, what is he invited okay. to this Do guy? Do we not remember I was alone on Christmas? No, alone you were alone for a few year? hours Christmas okay. afternoon. Oh, when that kid played soccer? Yeah, after, after yeah. Cassie spent Christmas Eve and Christmas morning with him, she was alone for a few hours that day. <laughs> Well, he didn't when, end up going because they made him feel bad. So when you leave for this alone. this morning, what will he be doing? Yeah. 
Uh, well, he's sleeping. He stayed up until like 4 a.m. gaming, I think. So. Because he had a relationship. Well, because yeah, he knew is, he didn't get to go to the yeah, breakfast. This is an adult yeah. relationship, if I ever this heard one. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, he was up. He was up gaming, and um, yeah, I'm waking up early, going to breakfast, and then I'll come back, and he'll probably be up. Um, and then we'll get ready, take a nap. Or, well, I'll take a nap probably, or or not, as Jared's advice goes. And then we'll go to the graduation later together. Did anyone else think that whenever she said the middle sister is about to like walk, it, like was your first thought? Down the aisle, like because of course the, oh, the of course she's gonna get married before Cassie. <laughs> oh, Probably you're the oldest of three. You'll be the last to get married, oh. won't you? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like oh, this goodness. is a Catherine Heigl movie from yes. like the early two thousand seven dresses. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm yeah, I'm stunned, and I I know you're kidding here. There's no way he's not included in all family gatherings. That doesn't. What what, what is he still doing in this situation then? What why is he still here? He's I mean, got there's, a free ride. I don't believe I don't believe he's not included here. If he wanted to go to brunch, you'd take him. Yeah, he would. Okay. Yeah, but I, yeah, we're just keeping it. We're keeping it with the family. Um, yeah, I don't even think I don't think her boyfriend's going down. either. I think Has, it's just a soda. Soda. The original five. Wow. The original five. Do you go to his family gatherings? Oh, yeah, all the time. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How old is your youngest sister? She'll be 14 in August. So your boyfriend's been around basically as long as she's been around. As long as she's, yeah. Well, we dated once before this time, so he's known her her whole life. Yeah, so he's yeah. he's as much of a family member as your youngest sister. Come on now, the original five. He was there first. You, you, so you've tried you know this what? twice? Yes, that's true. And he, he, isn't, he isn't weird about the nights like uh, some of the other women in that family, uh, beginning with Bronco Mom. So, Bronco <laughs> Mom. How'd you like, we saw you the other day uh, releasing the schedule with Sam Gordon. You're all over that the other day. Hey, that was fun. Yeah. We, like, how crazy, did you guys talk about this? How crazy that the NFL can just make the whole day out of 17 dates. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, that doesn't sound like something we would talk about ad nauseum. <laughs> like, right? So crazy. Uh, but yeah, no, that was fun. I love that. Uh, it was good getting back in the studio. That was my first time back in the studio with Sam and... I think since the season had ended. Well, good thing it was Sam and not Ed. Ed probably would have fallen asleep in the studio, gotten no, mad at the lights. Sammy, man, he's, <laughs> he's a he's a smart dresser. That kid, I, I I can't pull off the pink tie. Yeah, you can. Yeah. No, I got. I, I, uh, you I don't think I can. And I have one too. And I have one too. But Sammy pulls that stuff off. The Sam key, looks like a hockey player. The like, key to with wearing a great pink suit. ties, just put it on. You yeah, can pull I got it off. one. I got one. I can't pull that off. You can. You can I mean, very I, little I can pull off. Ed. Trust me, <laughs> pulling off anything is about confidence. Yeah, you just put it on. I've seen enough RuPaul's Drag Race to know. That. Yeah, put it on. Oh Don't God. look in the mirror, and you won't think twice about it. Um, Cassie, at your request, you wanted to talk about uh, your suggestions to Mark Davis and the bathrooms. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. Well, go so, ahead. What was that last week? Oh, sorry. I thought, you were giving me the toss there. Okay, okay. So we were at an event with Mark Davis at Allegiant Stadium, and I've been to the stadium now um, probably 20 times more or so. Anyways, I've been to the women's restrooms on the main concourse on the press box level, and then the event last week was in this like the fancy suite. So I had to go to the bathroom, and I noticed that like all the other bathrooms, there were no sanitary toilet seat covers to put on the toilet before doing business. 
And I was like, man, you think in a $2 billion stadium, they would have added some toilet seat covers for the ladies. So Mark Davis is standing off to the side and he starts walking. The press conference had ended. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to shoot my shot. Let's see what happens. So he walks past me and I said, hi, Mark. Um, can I make a suggestion if you don't mind? And he comes and he's like, yeah, what's up? And I said, there are no sanitary toilet seat covers in any of the restrooms, of the women's restrooms. And he looks at me like kind of confused. And he goes, well, well is that important for, for ladies? And I was like, a little bit. Yeah, when we're sitting on a public restroom, like with thousands of other butt cheeks, it's a little important. And he go, he like looks around the area, the room, and he goes, that's the guy I need to talk to about that. I'll be right back. So he literally leaves and goes, talks to some guy in a suit, some higher looking up guy. And um, I had to go finish wrapping up some videos and stuff. And as I'm getting ready to leave, he, he, I wave at him and he, he goes, Cassie, message received. <laughs> and I was like, what? So I went up to him and I fist bumped him and I said, are you serious? Thank you. And he goes, no, thank you. So now I'm hoping this obviously won't happen overnight, but hopefully by like the start of the season, there are sanitary toilet seat covers in all of the women's restrooms. So um, I hate to be the one who breaks this to you. You know that those are actually like more likely to like absorb germs than they are to actually do anything, right? No, like they're basically no, no, pointless. No, 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 like no, no, no. Harvard no, no. did a study. Porcelain doesn't actually like except like germs can't live on porcelain where paper, yeah, they can definitely live there. So good luck with that. Jared. Well, no, because you're getting a free, you're getting a new one every time. But yeah. it, you, but well, I'm saying like it'll three. absorb through it. Oh, through it. Okay. Yeah, okay, like okay. it's it doesn't okay. do anything. They're, okay. They're pointless as far as preventing any sort of with, like anything. It's a mental thing, Jerry. What are the yeah. odds Davis walked over totally to the guy in the suit thing. and said, "Who hired this lady at Raiders.com? She's already <laughs> costing money." And then I'm gonna fist bump her next week. She'll uh, be dismissed. Uh, yeah. So, I think it is totally a mental thing because, like, when you look at the toilet seat, like some kind of protection just makes you feel a little better. Yeah. Yes, but it's you know? actually more likely to cause disease. No, don't say that. You're not I was getting really a disease anyway. You're fine. Just put the paper down. You'll be fine. My girlfriend puts like seven down every time she goes I to know. the bathroom. I do too. I mean, she. So she what happens if I put seven, Jared? Yeah, where's your Harvard study on that, Jared? <laughs> Just. Nothing. Go to the bathroom. Just, get get out. Get in line for those gingerbread cookies. You're going to be all myth. good. You're going to be fine. It's a myth, and it comes from, anyway, it uh. comes from the HIV. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, Jared. They this is, exist the until the this is actually, I'll give you credit, though. If this happens, talk about the ability to enact change. Oh. I mean, if they do this throughout the whole stadium because of what you said at an Aces press conference inside Allegiant Stadium, this is a pretty amazing if you enact that kind of change, well, Cassie. Cassie did it right. She went straight to the owner. Yeah, she absolutely. She didn't like try to find the bathroom attendant and be like, hey, hey Jimmy, can we get some seats in here? She went straight to the owner, and the owner was like, all right, I'll talk to somebody about it. You say it's not going to be done overnight. They better be in there now. The, be the best is Davis. Is this important? Oh, my God. Uh -oh. Oh, no. like, is this important for ladies? And I was like, yeah, I think so. It's important for me. Wow. The best part is the next press conference. Hey, we've noticed that no one has added any sort of uh, toilet seat yes. covers to the thing. <laughs> anyway, I actually did some research. <laughs> oh, 
Cassie, please, the Can next time there's a Raiders oh. press conference, ask about it. I vo- no. Maybe yes. off to the side. Off to the side. No, I'm saying like Mike Mayock, John Gruden on Zoom, be like, so uh, do you know anything about if there's uh, toilet seat covers in Allegiant Stadium yet? Look Can at you imagine uh, the side eye John Gruden would give me? Well, he doesn't talk to the media. He would want at... nothing to do with it. Well, he needs to talk yeah, to Yeah, you'll, you'll never right. see him again. He doesn't talk. But he doesn't talk to you, Ed. Well, he talks no, to it's, Raiders.com. It's to me. Well, that's right. You're Raiders.com. He'll be talking to you. Bronco Babe on Twitter. Look at this nut job. Yeah. Soto's oh, only. Weird little face that I don't understand. And then, hey, I'm listening. Bronco Babe. So she's confirming that the boyfriend who's been along, around longer than her youngest daughter can't come to the brunch today. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, I've always felt sorry for this guy. I've never met him in my life, and I've always felt sorry for him. And now, like, I completely feel sorry for this guy. Because you know Cassie's family is why you feel I, sorry yes, for him. exactly. Man. What do you mean? I'm doing him a favor letting him sleep in this morning. I will say this. Quiet house. It's often we've talked to you where that kid's sleeping. He sleeps a lot. A lot That's of times true. I've talked to you, I yeah. said, what's he doing? Are you sleeping? Sleeping. Well, on Friday, Friday's his days off. And like I say, he stays up until like 3, 4 a.m. playing video games on Thursdays. That's the only day he gets to play video games. This is his day off and you're dragging him to a graduation? (laughs) Man. In the evening. Yeah. And they're still, I don't want to be at a graduation at any point of the day. I don't want to be there anytime. What are you talking about? Never. Those things are the worst. Oh, you got to wait till your your person's name gets called? To the actual graduation. Are, are, are you weird people going to be up with cameras and stuff where her name gets called? There's no way you're going to be close enough to see her. We made fat heads. Oh, no. Of course they yeah. are. I of had course. No, no Los doubt Bronco about that. babe with the weird we have, signs. We have fat heads of this. Of this oh. Show. We do. What does, she, does, does she know? Does your sister know there's fat heads? Or are these going to be Okay, all right. No, she knows because we bought them last year when she was supposed to graduate. So we used them like three times because she... Had the we she was supposed to graduate, so we did like a little thing at home, and then we had her twenty first birthday, and then we took her actual graduation picture, so we used them, and now we'll use them again. So they're really paying themselves off. You guys know that if you like want the school, will just mail you the diploma. Yeah, that oh, she, like, has her, she has her diploma already. Okay, yeah. so then this whole exercise is theater. Yeah. They want the spectacle. They that want happened. It. That yeah. happened. Oh, uh, so it's like it's like Cassie's proposal. It has yeah. nothing to do with the actual thing. No. It is entirely no. about the spotlight. That happened with my son, and we had to make sure he actually graduated. So we watched it on Facebook to see his name come up in the Baylor football stadium. He could have gone back this past week. A lot of money. We're not doing that. You got the de- no. you got the degree. We're not flying to Waco. You, you, I'm the de- not going to wear a dress. The, the degree's already been mailed to us. The, to walk across the stage. All right, no. Cassie, get out of here. We got to go to break. Enjoy your nine thirty drinking breakfast. Hey, I will. All right. Oh. All right. Coming up next, Matt doesn't have an avalanche game to pick tonight, so I wonder where he'll go. Do you want to schedule a parent-teacher conference after hearing Grainy's grades? Call the Press Box voicemail and let us know. 702-720-4678 and let us know who deserves a higher grade. It's time to find the sharp. Brought to you by PropSwap, where smart sports bettors buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com today and find the very best odds. All right, Matt is back. He's gotten three in a row right. He picked the Avalanche the last two nights. So, Matt, no Avalanche uh, Kings game today. Where would you like to go? Let's go. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants today. The Giants. Oh, at Pittsburgh? Uh, yes, they are playing the Pirates. All right, we got you in for the Giants as uh, to beat the Pirates today. 
Uh, all right. Good luck. Uh, we will talk to you on Monday if the Giants do, in fact, win. All right. Sounds good. All right. Almost $2. Is it? Oh, yeah. well, that's a good pick. Yep. Yeah. Solid. All right. Um, by the way, a quick update, because I asked this question off the air this morning. Uh, why haven't they found this tiger in Houston? <laughs> There's a story in the Houston Chronicle. How a missing tiger revealed Houston's underground exotic animal exchange. And apparently police believe that the tiger has been passed from person to person a dozen times in the past four days. To hide it? Yeah. To keep it underground? Yeah. yeah. That there are, there are lots of people in Houston, Texas that own exotic animals like tigers illegally and... Who the guy that got arrested gave it to somebody he knew that also liked tigers, and they have been moving it around to keep it from being caught. The last I few completely days. believe that because if not, how can't you see a tiger? Right, exactly. I mean, like, it's like if a tiger's walking down the street, like oh, there's yes. a tiger, I should call the police. So, but now I'm fascinated. Are all these people ultimately going to end up getting caught because this one guy who was out on bond <laughs> for, for murder, murder <laughs> let his tiger out of his front door for some reason, and people were like, huh? Why is there a tiger in my neighborhood? Right now, they're like, Jimmy, we'll go down to manslaughter, but we need to know who you gave the tiger to. <laughs> like, they're like cutting a plea, and this guy's going to throw all those exotic people under the bus in Houston, and they're all going to get arrested? God, what a story. I mean, just I I thought the tiger would have been dead. Like right? We're talking I mean, four days Ed, without having seen the tiger. Ed had the best line. It's Texas. Yeah. Somebody's going to have a gun. Someone right. has a gun in Texas. I, so I would assume the tiger would have been dead. Yes. But well, this makes it much better because it's a live problem, right? I mean, well, yeah, you're telling me, except that the people it's with cannot be good. Yeah, but you're, no. well, well, they might care about the. I tigers mean, they're they're obviously keeping them lot. alive because yeah. they're illegally keeping animals. Yeah, I mean, I watched Tiger King. I wouldn't say those tigers were in the best condition since they had the expired meat from Walmart backed up to feed them. But I tend to think people that are willing to break the law to own an animal probably care about the animal. I'd like to know. Am I well, Jared's Jared shaking his head? Am I giving criminals too much benefit of the doubt? It's not even that you're giving criminals. It's you're giving. I, I almost said I almost said a curse word. Crappy people a lot of credit. Like yeah, I have seen I, some animal abuse in my day. In well, fact, if they're I not believe a, Sarah yeah. McLaughlin sings a whole song about I it. I think I'd like to, in the positive realm, which we always are in this show, think that these are just people. Who love those kind of animals, but they know they're illegal, so this is the only way they can do it. Right. Jared, you we're gonna let Cassie believe the toilet seat covers help her. And right. I'm going to believe that the, the people fine. illegally owning yeah. tigers love the tigers and are taking good care what of them. What happened to you, man? You I am to going be technically correct. to believe that these tigers are being well taken care of, well fed, and sure it's illegal to own them, but that tiger's living a good I life. I know it's Texas, a lot of barbecue, but if I'm the cops, I'm like staking out Costco to see the guy come out with 40 pounds of meat. Oh, like, we got maybe, him. Maybe we should follow this guy <laughs> <laughs> because there might be a tiger ready for lunch. No, they're dumpster diving behind Walmart. Uh, that's <laughs> exactly. where they're getting the meat. So they don't have to pay so much for it. The tiger's okay, Jared. Just let me believe it. The tiger's safe.